So if it's hurting, don't push back, push through, because on the other side is another side of you. And you're redefining what's true, that you've always been capable of anything and there's nothing you can't do. Do. In today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we create a morning routine based upon proven and researched things that you can do in the morning that create your best self. We also use my specific morning routine to help guide you in creating yours. Enjoy. Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely and totally dedicated to your growth. Now today, we pick up on this series of creating your ideal morning routine. And if you've been with us these last few episodes, we've been working on perfecting your evenings to set yourself up for a perfect morning. And that's where we continue today. Now, what I'm going to do is lead us in giving us about five different powerful things that you can do every morning to set yourself up for success Each one of these are proven, researched, and tested by myself to make sure that they are actually truly beneficial, not just things you say you get to do. And then also after, uh, I'll give you guys my morning routine from start to finish of how I set myself up for a great day. And then we'll also give you some tips in terms of what not to do in the mornings, the ways to actually set yourself up in a bad way on on the negative side. But first, let's go into it. Now, number one. Let me preface this with, I may not be giving you guys any groundbreaking things or things you haven't heard before, but maybe I will reintroduce some things that you should be considering and adding to yours right now. And also just truly why it is so beneficial and how much it could actually benefit you. Now, why? Why are we here? Why are we still thinking about customizing a perfect morning routine for creating those optimal version of you? Well, if we learn from some of the most successful people, what do they always have in common? They always have this routine, no matter what time they wake up at, but they always have a consistent routine in which they start their days. It becomes the foundation of their success, that no matter what's going on in their lives, they know when I wake up, the first things I will do are blank. Let's take Tony Robbins, for example. Tony Robbins has a morning routine that he calls his hour of power. And in this hour of power, he takes time to prime himself, prime his mind, prime his body so that when he steps into the rest of his day, he's showing up as the best version of himself. That time that we take to give to ourselves before we give to others. Now, what happens when you actually take time to prime yourself or prepare yourself in the mornings? Well, when you show up to work, what is one of the most common things that you see amongst everybody? In the mornings, they're there and their eyes are a little bit droopy. Maybe they're not full of energy. Maybe a few people are, but majority are not. And they're clinging to their coffee. They have this idea, this hope that once they get to the end of this drink, well, then I'll feel good enough to talk to you all. Then I'll have a hope to smile. But what happens when you dedicate time in your mornings to already getting up, preparing yourself to step in, and as soon as you start work, you're ready to go. You're not warming up on people and eventually getting to your best self. 
No, you're showing up from the moment that you start as your best self. That is the benefits of a solid and effective morning routine. One says, well, eventually I'll start. The other says, I'm ready to go right now. Now, there are many different things that you can do in this morning routine, but number one is probably the most common, a morning workout. Now, working out is defined by the person, whether that's lifting weights, running, long walks, yoga, whatever that means for you. Engaging with your body not only makes your body stronger, but makes you feel stronger in the process. It'll result in you feeling more awake, more alert, more focused, and having more energy throughout the day. Because why? Well, for one, just think about your breathing. When you are breathing in and out so deeply because of the exercise, all this oxygen is going up to your brain, which is making you more awake and more energized in that process. So just your deep breathing that exercises forces alone is helping you wake up and feel better. But then also, the same way when we sit down for too long, we start to feel real stiff and start to lose our energy, get a bit lazy and tiresome. It's also the same thing on the opposite. We are moving around and using our body in a strong way. What's happening is that blood is circulating throughout the entire body, allowing it to feel more loose, more limber. If you have injuries, they're starting to open up a bit more. And the more that blood starts to circulate throughout your body, once again, it is helping you to feel more energized. Now, in my earlier 20s, The only reason I started doing this, this whole early morning workout routine, was because I was lucky enough to have been mentored by Mark Megna, an ex-NFL player who's now a gym owner and Body Fitness Magazine cover, a great man who's honestly been a huge benefit and just a huge blessing to my life. But what he would tell me were the big differentiators between him and other people that wanted to be successful was this. That he had figured out at a young age, one of the biggest cheat codes to success was morning workouts. He said all of a sudden, as soon as he started working out earlier and earlier in the morning, demanding more and more from his body at such an early time of the day, what happens was he was training himself to understand that by doing the hardest part of my day first, well, the rest of my day seemed easy. If I accomplish and conquer what's my hardest obstacle of my day first, then how can anything else that day seem hard? And by training yourself to face what's hardest first and never procrastinate or avoid what you should be doing, then you're setting yourself up for such an effective day. So I started to follow him in that aspect and it has benefited my life in such immense ways. I've become the guy that does not miss a morning workout no matter how I'm feeling because I know the benefits of how I'll feel after. Number two, something for me that has become so important is this idea of meditation. And meditation can have many different forms. but Really, it is a time that you take away from anything else, from the process of doing and instead just being. Giving yourself time to just be. Now, there are so many benefits to meditation. Whether it is sitting still with your eyes closed, 
or a deep breathing exercise or visualizing the perfect day and perfect life, whatever it is, the benefits are huge. Because one, we are living in a day and age where focus, the ability to focus on one thing at a time is damn near impossible without us receiving some kind of notifications or some kind of thought that we could be getting more done doing something differently or without somebody calling our phone in that moment or realizing that we're behind on some to-do list item, when we are able to test ourselves, when we are able to train ourselves to focus again on this idea of the importance of being here right now, That there's nothing more important for me to be doing than to be here in this moment, respecting it and being grateful for every aspect of it. When we're able to build that skill once again, the benefits for the rest of the day are immense. We feel more at peace. We feel more relaxed. We feel more grateful. And we even have a more balanced form of energy. When you take time to just be before the constant never-ending amount of doing that you have to do, well then what happens is the doing, the things that you actually have to do, you'll do it better. The same way you don't start your morning without your coffee, don't start your morning without a mindfulness practice. Because all the things that you have to do for the rest of the day, you'll get to do them as a better version of yourself. You wouldn't start without coffee, don't start without your mindfulness practice. Now, what I would recommend in doing is starting off with an app called Headspace. Headspace, by no means, sponsors me to say this. However, Headspace is a great way to learn. They have an introductory course that teaches you step-by-step how to meditate because a lot of times we think, oh my goodness, I could never sit still with my eyes closed for 20 minutes. No, they're going to teach you step-by-step and really start off with 30-second meditations, a minute meditations, just to get you more associated with it. I would recommend to start there, but I'm sure there are many different apps that are willing to teach you the same. Um, That is just where I started. And my last part on meditation. For everybody that says, well, I suck at meditating. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. That's the very reason why you need to. We all suck at something we've never done. And we can't expect ourselves to be great at something after our first or second attempt. Let the people that have studied it teach you how to learn how to truly implement it One small step at a time. Number three, what are you reading, listening, and learning? When you take time to study or read or listen to things that benefit you in the morning, when you consume things that better your mind or educate you in a more in-depth way, well then what happens is what, what comes out of you, what you emit for the rest of the day, will be that much better. Taking time to read, study, learn, whether it be that great podcast or whether it be that book on tape or reading the most traditional way. When you take time to read, study, learn, whatever it is, you are respecting the fact that, well, whatever I consume first is what I emit. Now, what I have learned about reading, studying, learning, if you are stuck on a certain level of your life right now, It's because you have not learned what's required to get you to the next. Let me say that again. If you are stuck 
feeling like you've hit a plateau. It's because you've only been doing what you know and not learning what you need to know to move forward. Taking time to prioritize your learning in this world that is full of doing constant expectations of what to do for others. When you take time to learn is this idea that I must consume what is best for myself first before going to help others. That the more that I learn, the better I can help others. The more that I become is the more I can succeed. So just a simple way to implement is to listen to something great while working out. It's even cool when I see people on their bikes warming up and they're reading some kind of book on their phones. Whatever you want to do to get creative, just start to prioritize the idea of how can I learn something in the morning that will benefit the rest of my day. Number four, the one that nobody likes, cold showers. Okay, cold showers. Um, We could talk about all the immense benefits of them. Completely, once again, flushes all fresh blood throughout your entire body. It uh, revamps your immune system, makes you sharper, more energized, more awake. Now, I will also say one of the benefits are for any of my overthinkers, people that struggle with anxiety or maybe a little bit of depression, this is one of those radical state changes. So what happens is when we are stuck in our heads, we can't get out of it. We have all these thoughts going on. We don't know how to get away from our own mind. When you have a radical state change, it is something that forces you back into the present moment, something that forces you back into just being. And that is what cold showers do. You have no choice, but you only feel this immense cold plunge that you are experiencing rather than all the thoughts that you were just obsessed with. So it is almost like a form of meditation because the only thing that you can do is be here in this moment with this rough feeling on your body. Now, cold showers are one of those things that once again, you may not enjoy the beginning or the middle, but you damn sure enjoy the end. You enjoy so much the clarity, the focus, and really just the strength of once again telling yourself that whatever's hardest in my day, I do it first and everything else seems easy from there. Cold showers, implementing this at the end of your mornings, whew, beautiful. And it will always be hard. It will never be easy but it will always be worth it. All right, number five, last one, but the most beneficial and the biggest foundational principle that I have added to my life this year, prayer. Now, I've always prayed my whole life, but now I have implemented something that has really changed my life, and it is a prayer walk every morning, spending time with God, just one-on-one time with God, praying and being grateful for everything in my life that I already have, and then also asking for guidance in everything that I'm currently experiencing. Prayer walks have been my form of therapy. I talk to God for as long as I need to in the mornings, and it's very early in the mornings while walking my dog, and I just talk about everything that I'm currently experiencing. Oftentimes, We hold things in because we don't really have a person to go to. So instead of me looking for that person, I have just looked vertically. And I have just went to the one that can truly help me more than anybody else could in the first place. Prayer and prayer walks have been huge from my mornings. Now, 
if you're not sure how to pray, um, for one, the first thing that you do is start with gratitude. You start with being thankful for all the things that you currently have and all the things that you have already experienced before asking for anything else. And then after you start with gratitude, you then go into asking for forgiveness, repentance, saying sorry for all the shortcomings that you've been experiencing and all the mistakes, maybe all the excuses that you've been giving with not showing up as your best self or in the most important areas of life. You ask for forgiveness for what you've been doing or what you've done. And then three, you ask, you ask for guidance. You ask for what you need. And I am not shy in what I ask for. I ask for support. I ask for motivation. I ask for more business to come. Whatever it is, I'm asking God to give it. And then last, pray for others. Pray for others as if you are praying for yourself. Every one of your loved ones, every person that you've seen struggling, ask God to bless them the same way you are hoping God to bless you. Now, I also come back from that prayer walk and I read scripture. I spend about 15 minutes reading the Bible. Now, for me personally, I am a Christian. I follow Jesus Christ. But for everybody, you may have your own foundational principles of what God is or the higher power or universe or you may be Muslim or read the Quran, whatever it is that is for your choice, your decision. But for me personally, how I find God is by reading the Bible and following the path of Jesus Christ. Now, Whatever you do in that seeking of the higher power or that seeking of greater answers, greater than ourselves, I just think it is important to always prioritize that path to make sure that you figure out what that means for you. Now, those are the different aspects, the idea bank of the morning routine. Now, for me, I will tell you, my morning routine starts every day at 3 a.m. I don't need an alarm. It has been too long, too consistent of me waking up at that time. The first thing I do is I drink about three glasses of water. I start to rehydrate my body because my body has been fasting all night. And I rehydrate my body before having a double shot of espresso. I drink it black and I start to sip on it as I wake myself up for the rest of the day. Now, from that point in time... I then go on my prayer walk. I take my dog on my prayer walk. It's about 3.30 in the morning at this point in time. We go on a prayer walk, about 45 minutes. Um, Yeah, I take a, a great amount of time with it. I have no rush whatsoever. And by the time I get back, I spend about 15 minutes. It's about 4.15 at that point. I spend about 15 minutes reading scripture. And after reading scripture, taking my time, I then go to the gym. My gym sessions are about 5 a.m., From 5 to 6, I lift. I come back from 6 o'clock. I then go into the cold shower. I don't enjoy it, but I always love how I feel after. And then before starting my day, I take about 10 minutes to meditate, be mindful before actually doing my work. Now, this allows me to be centered in terms of what needs to be done that day. What are the most effective and beneficial things so that the first thing I don't do is get on my emails or immediately do what the world is expecting me to do, but instead take control of my own life. So I then go into that meditation practice and I have now completed the best version of me for my morning routine. 
Oh, and by the way, during the morning workout, I was also listening to some great master classes or some uh, Tony Robbins books on tape, whatever it is that, that I might be listening to at that current time. Now, some things of what not to do. The first thing that people have mistakenly trained themselves in doing is not only picking up their phone as soon as they wake up, but scrolling, consuming, checking their emails, checking their texts. And why is that such a problem? Well, immediately you are training yourself that your time is not your time. What is expected of you is what others are expecting of you first. When you pick up your phone first and go right into checking what other people are sending you or other people are posting or what other people are requesting of you, you are immediately placing yourself in a place of reaction rather than proactiveness. You are being reactive to what they say, what they do versus being proactive and versus what you should be doing, the path that you should be choosing. This is one of the biggest mistakes people make, and it puts them in this path every single day that our lives are determined and dependent upon what others are doing, and that could not be further from the truth. You must be focused on what your path is, your vision that you're pursuing. And from the moment you wake up, you have your first decision to make. Will you focus on you or will you focus on them? And it's not that they aren't important. It's that you have to prioritize yourself first. Be careful with giving your first part of your day to others. Become your best self first. And then give to them after. Now, if you handle that, I would just highly encourage you guys to beware of scrolling in the mornings. Beware. One of the worst things that you can do. Beware of scrolling in the mornings by immediately becoming a consumer rather than a producer of your own life. It is the formula for staying complacent. It is the formula for staying the same. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want more growth. And if you want more growth, it starts with prioritizing the things that grow you. So start there. Now, your homework, my friends, is not to start on everything I just said. It's not even to start with what I said. It's to choose what works for you. And not only do you have to create this perfect morning routine that's going to happen every day from here out. But honestly, just to choose one thing. If you can choose one thing, either from my list or what you've read on the internet or what a friend is doing or what that famous person that you look up to is, has been telling you all along, whatever it is, choose one thing. And as we've already set ourselves up by waking up a bit earlier, by creating the perfect evening routine, you now have the ability to start on what's important for you. Choose one thing. Just one. You don't need to start with all that I do. You don't need to start at 3 a.m. You don't need to chase anybody that's past you. You just need to start with where you're at right now. Choose one thing that you can start on and take immediate action on tomorrow or today, depending on what time you're listening to this, and implement it into your routine. Once you prove mastery of this, we'll add more things on, but How soon can you start on one thing to develop a strong morning routine and allow us to stack upon there? We'll be checking in soon. 
I appreciate all of you for tuning in. Till next time, my friends, have a great day. Hey everyone, this is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4AM Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.